Hello, welcome to another episode of Roots and the City podcast. I am Jamal the Broker, your host, and today I am here with an old friend. Hi, Krista. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jamal. Thanks for having me. Of course. So we were fellow Hoosiers Mm -hmm. at Indiana University Bloomington. I always have to say with my Bloomington people how I met, and Krista was another one of those I met fresh off of the airplane, um, band camp week, you know, so fresh meat off the airplane from the north, and we go way back, marching band, Psy, big red basketball band, and now you're a fellow homeowner in Indianapolis. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, <clears throat> I've lived in Indiana my whole life. Um I grew up in North Vernon, Indiana. Um, I went to IU Bloomington for college, and then I moved to Indianapolis to go to IUPUI to get my master's degree. Slay. And And I've been in Indianapolis ever since. Very nice. Yeah, Bloomington was fun, but we, most of us find our way to Indy. Uh, Bloomington is smaller, it gets older. Um, What do you like about Indianapolis? Um, I, there's everything in the world here that I could ever want. Like Mm. I've gotten into rock climbing. Um, there's, I live, you know, five minutes from Eagle Creek Park. That's so nice. Yes. And, you know, I can get to Chicago pretty easily. Yeah. You can just hop on the road from over here. Mm -hmm. I used to live over this way. It's funny. Our old condo is right across the reservoir. So we were right there off of Reed Road. So we were close to Eagle Creek Park, too, but we were on the another side of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nice area. I really like it over here. You're definitely one of my adventure <clears throat> friends based on, you know, Facebook, the activities you're into and your past, of course. So and you've got two dogs who mm-hmm. love to do it with you. So I think this is a perfect area for you. Yep. And you found a beautiful home, too. Thank you. And which, it's very close to the airport, which is nice when I go on trips. I do miss that. You know, I moved more into the city, into Broad Ripple. Now it's added like an extra half an hour yeah. to things. So that is one downside. <laughs> Having left Eagle Creek. <laughs> well, I wanted to have Chris on the show, listeners, because we've talked previously on the show about home ownership, what it means to people. But... It can be scary, yes. There's com- there's all kinds of real estate processes that we dive into on the show, but I wanted to lighten things up. So I wanted to bring Krista on because she's been so active on her home. Project here, project there, um, before and after picture there. You've been so busy working on this house. So I wanted to kick off my at-home series with you and just kind of dig into any ups and downs you might have experienced getting the house, um, what projects were your favorite? Which were your worst? Um, we're going to get into all of that today. So thanks again for being here. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay! All right. So when you first found the place, what was going through your head? Like what jumped out about it? What sung to you about it? Um, so I worked for 12 years with the single goal in mind to pay off my student loans for the purpose of purchasing a home and in March of 2020 I accomplished that goal congratulations thank you um (laughs) just in time for the world to stop oh my goodness (laughs) right before yes um so I was living in an apartment with a roommate at the time and quarantine in an apartment was pure torture Mm. so I isolated at home 
for a month and my mom did the same. And so then I moved temporarily to her house. Okay. So it was May 6th. <laughs> I looked it up the other day because I was like, when's my anniversary of when I found my house? Oh, I love <clears> that. <throat> I know mine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was sitting in her office because she was she had set up her office out on her back porch because it was a nice day. And um, all of a sudden I was like, I haven't checked Realtor.com lately. <laughs> and so I pulled it up and I had been looking at houses in Hawaii because we were all stuck at home. And oh, yeah. I was da- daydreaming about you know, living in paradise yeah. instead of we need a little escapism. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved my search from Hawaii back to the Eagle Creek area, which is where I was hoping to find a house. Mm-hmm. And this house had been listed for one hour. One hour. Yes. That was meant to be because homes just, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I knew the second I saw the first picture that that was my house. This is the one I've been waiting for. And you said May. So, okay, listeners, if I'm getting my real estate timeline right, when the pandemic happened, everything kind of just went dead for a month, month and a half, but then suddenly everything went nuts. So you were right at the start of all of that, homes Mm -hmm. flying off the market, ridiculous offers. Did you have any challenges with your offer? How did that go for you? I did. Um, <laughs> so I found the house an hour after it was listed. I immediately called One my bank. Hour. I got pre-approved for a mortgage. I called my realtor. I was like, hey, I found this house. Sent him the link. Asked him if he could set up a showing. So then that night, my mom and I drove up. We toured the house. We couldn't get in. The, like the lock, the key box wasn't oh my working. Gosh. So then he was like, try- we were like peeking in all the windows <laughs> like creeps. Lock boxes are one of the most <laughs> stressful parts of my job. I just have to say publicly, some of those things stress me out. So I'm not shocked you had that experience. <laughs> yeah. So um, we drove an hour and a half up here just to not be able to get in the house. We did finally get in. Good. But, um, Good. Yeah. Upon seeing it in person, I was like, this is my house. What what kind of offer do I need to make? How far above asking do I need to go? And he was like, well, let's go full price first. Yeah. Because it was still early on before mm-hmm. things went really crazy. Um, and you're just excited, too. Like, you don't want to miss out. So, And realtors, too, we're going to help you. We're going to guide you to that decision. Don't just throw money at it. But, you know, we're going to make sure you're going in strong. So right. good for them. And then he was also very strategic with... Um, he built in 10 days after closing for them to vacate the home and things That's like nice. that. And um, we put in an offer the next morning mm-hmm. and there were already three other offers. Oh gosh. And mine wasn't the highest. So we revised it up, okay. but it still wasn't the highest. So oh then I gosh. added a handwritten letter and I put a picture of my dog, which at the time I, I only had letter. Sarge. Oh my gosh. Yes. I just got one of those. So I wrote him a letter and told him about myself. Um, and I put Sarge's picture on it and I told him that he would love their yard. Uh-huh. And so I, cre- I always credited Sarge for getting me the house. But then at the closing, their, their realtor came over and was like, yeah, it was an accident that they, they picked your offer. <gasps> it was an accident? Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, we caught it in time and we could have 
you know, gone with one of the higher offers, but they decided to just go ahead and give it to you because of your nice letter. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, oh my accident. How does that even happen? I have no (laughs) idea, but I was like, you probably shouldn't tell people that if you want future clients. Right. (laughs) Yikes. They've shared, you know, a lot of agents out here are spilling more tea than they should. So I'm just happy you got the house. Me too. We're sitting, I got a tour before we started recording and you've made so many updates and changes. The color palette in particular, it's very light and open and it just feels very like welcoming in here. And you can tell you filled it with a lot of care. Again, why I have you on the show and home ownership is scary, but there's also a lot of joy. So what happened after you got the place? Did you get to close pretty soon? Yes, we closed in mid-June, and my first project was something that the inspector caught. The dryer vent Mm -hmm. in the crawl space was really droopy. Droopy. And so they said that that's a fire risk and that it needed to be replaced with rigid, and I didn't want to be demanding on my list of things that I wanted them to fix. And I was like, that should be easy. I can do that. (laughs) I immediately regretted that decision. Good for you for even diving in. I did it. Yeah. And I have a really funny picture of me in the crawl space and like hating my life. But um, I do have to say, I appreciate your posts on Facebook or Instagram where you're just, you can tell you're probably just over it, but you have to make this moment fun because this is what you signed up for, right? Yes. I worked so hard to get here. And it's funny because while I was working towards this goal, I didn't realize that the real work began when I moved in. Yeah. It is a labor of love. Because if you think back to your inspection, did you walk away from your inspection thinking, oh, I'm going to tackle these first, or did you feel pretty good coming into the house? I feel great coming into the house. The only real red flag was the dryer vent. Okay. And I fixed that right away. That's good. So this is the point I'm going to make. So you felt good off the inspection. Oh, I can get to that later. But then you being the person you are, you've made your own laundry list of things that you want to tackle. And that's so fun with being a homeowner. You get the whole place is a canvas. Mm -hmm. So how did you decide, like, how did you prioritize your projects? Priority number one was paint. Um, (laughs) We were looking at those swatches. Yes. The previous homeowners were wonderful. They left (laughs) me a box full of owner's manuals for literally everything in this house. Um, They labeled everything with like when the filter was replaced last Um, told me where to buy filters. Um, (laughs) That's so nice. Like there's some homes that come without any of that. So that's amazing. They drew me a map of the yard and labeled (laughs) what plants I had and how to care for them, which is great because I had no clue. (laughs) And then you also have a list of plants for the dogs. You can figure out if they're Mm -hmm. safe or not. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then they left me all the paint swatches and... um, that in was case your first I, project. In case I needed to touch up any of the paint after moving in. And I was like, well, that paint's going away. They had to have been <laughs> being funny. <laughs> Their taste was different than mine related to slight, colors. Slight shade, listeners. <laughs> I always talk about the blue condo on this podcast because our old place was blue and we loved it. But mm-hmm. we got mixed reactions. So... 
Oh. Usually that's the first thing. Like the paint's got to go. It's. I feel like whether you're someone who loves a beige prison, <laughs> you know, no shade if beige or mauve is your thing, but there's you get to have fun playing with colors, and you've done such a good job updating the colors that were in here. Thank you. It pops. Like I'm a fan of yellow. That's my favorite color, and it's strategically placed in the right way. <laughs> So fabulous job on the paint. Thank you. One thing I will say, if you're going to paint, paint a small section and see how it looks in the light Smart. that you're painting it in. Because it looked gray in the store and it's very blue in here, mm-hmm. which it works. I like blue. It's soothing. It's very spa-like. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of made it work. Because yeah. I was not going to repaint everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. And and that's one of those things that you kind of learn, too, in home ownership. The next time you do paint, if you do paint again, you'll just paint that little section and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Test swatches, for sure. I had a similar experience in our house. I was expecting it to be more lavender. And as we were painting it, it looked so dark. And it was like, this isn't purple at all. And then one day the sun really came in. It was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, like the sun. It's crazy because sometimes the light will come in. And where the corner meets, it mm-hmm. looks like one col- wall is one color and the other wall is a completely different color, yeah. even though they're the exact same color. Yes, that's such a good point. The way the light hits different parts of your house the walls will look different even Mm -hmm. if they're the same color yep and for that final result you definitely want to look ahead that way yep um what was after the paint i know you've done so much so i'm (laughs) like what did you do next um (laughs) furniture when i moved in i had um an air bed underneath the front window just so my dog could see out i didn't have any (laughs) furniture for that second living room oh what a nice mommy um and then, like, my furniture was hand-me-down blue plaid from, like, the 80s. <laughs> Lovely. My aunt and uncle gave it to me. And um, so I slowly started, you know, picking furniture. I went to a furniture store, but it was the pandemic. And so I ordered it in October of 2020, and mm. I finally got it in, like, May 2021. It's insane. I couldn't even remember what it looked like by the time it showed up. I was like, oh, good. I still like it. <laughs> You're so right about those delays. We ordered some simple floating shelves that we ended up not even being able to use. And I think we waited, like, nine months for those things. Oh, my gosh. It was Yeah, nuts. it was crazy. Did you have any projects that you worked on that just absolutely drove you mad or were annoying, just drove you up the wall? My deck is like my, I love to hate it. (laughs) It is beautiful. It's a gorgeous deck. Out there. But I have refinished it now, I think five times and I need to do it again. You okay? See, I'm the Facebook history is flipping through my head. You have stained that porch quite a bit. Uh-huh. This is going to be the fifth time. I think so. Fourth wow. or fifth? I'm pretty sure it's oh, the fifth. Oh my goodness! But this time I have to sand it too because the new fence. Now the dogs are loose and running on it and scratching it. So yeah. I need to then also come up with some sort of fencing system around it to keep the dogs off of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's, I love to hate my deck. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of those things, too. You have the space on this property to, okay, the dogs love them to death. They're messing up my deck. 
how can I keep him off? And something you probably didn't foresee when you moved in. I was, we were talking before we hit record. I have engineered wood on my deck and there's no way around it unless we do like you and put up a fencing mechanism around it. Otherwise those puppy scratches are there. Yep. Especially when the critters are in the backyard. Yes. And I find <laughs> all the critters and all the critters love my yard. We've had fox, bunnies. We have a skunk. Um, raccoons, you name it, it's out there. <laughs> Project-wise, if you're looking 10 years down the road, what will you have done to the place? My biggest goal is the bathroom remodel. Okay. Uh, the way my house is set up, like my bedroom closet runs the length of my wall, and then there's a linen closet in the bathroom that completes the, that wall and then the full bath and the half bath in the laundry room it's a huge square mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to just knock it all out do two full baths with a walk-in closet that's gonna add huge value yes and then I would have access to the back of the house from my bedroom mm-hmm. instead of just from the front so okay that's I really like that goal. that's and I mean at the rate you've been going you're definitely it's going to happen it's just a matter of when yes positive <laughs> manifestation so is this your first home? Yes. I've always lived in an apartment. Okay. Except with my parents, but. Sure. Okay. So I have to ask this question then. I guess you can ask any homeowner, wherever you are in your process. What does being a homeowner mean to you? Freedom. I mm-hmm. painted it the color I wanted. I furnished it the way I wanted. I installed a fence when I wanted one. Like yes. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I can listen to my music as loud as I want. I love that part the most. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I can do anything I want. It's great. I have huge fires in the backyard and my neighbors are like, woo. (laughs) So you really use your house. So that's, you know, that's the whole point of this series I'd like to touch on is people just really enjoying their home. Not every process is going to look the same and some have more bumps than others, but Gosh, I can't believe that. Thinking back on it now, you are right at the tip of the insane market, and I'm so happy it all worked out. It was perfect timing. I always say it was destined to be because it just worked out so perfectly. Yeah, this, I mean, the area is really nice. It's quiet. The drive-in was peaceful. Um, I know this area pretty well, listeners, because I spent just under six years over here before I moved, and then you came over. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm always over place. here now because I just, I know it. And I have a lot of clients that look over here. So nice. you made a really good move. I love it. Yeah. I wanted a big yard with lots of, you know, fully grown trees. But one thing I didn't think about was how much of my life I was going to spend picking up sticks. <laughs> Nobody told me that. <laughs> I have the same problem. And I, you know how obsessed I am with trees, listeners, on properties especially. And the, that's the first thing I told Krista. Oh, my God, these trees in front of your house. <laughs> You're going to have to come back when my yellow woods start blooming with their flowers. Oh, I'm I have so to. I, I love a good tree moment on a property. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so what is the most, what is your favorite thing about this house? You love it the most? The yard. The yard. The yard is 
my favorite. And that's really what sold me on the house. That first picture was a far away shot and you could see like the yard and the big trees. And I was like, that's it. That is it. That's (laughs) immediately. And I was like goosebumps. And I was, I immediately pulled up my bank (laughs) (laughs) calling them get pre-approved. Cause I had gone through getting pre-approved before I tried to buy a house back in 2019. Okay. I wasn't ready yet. You know? Um, Oh yeah. I didn't have my student loans paid off and that was really what, um, I wanted to have that done before I committed to a mortgage. I connect with you there because I was so stuck on making sure everything was paid off. And as we were going through our deal, our realtor was like, why don't you wait to make that payment? She's like, it's the last one. I have to pay it off. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted everything to be paid off and I had all of my debt paid. I had no debt. That's amazing. And then I got a mortgage. (laughs) Well, you're a hard worker. You've always busted your ass since I've known you. Gosh, since fall of 2005. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even going to talk about how long ago that was. Well, congratulations. It's a really gorgeous property and you deserve. That's all I can say. (laughs) Thank you very much. (coughs) Hey, are you feeling okay? (coughs) Not you, your house. With changing interest rates, inflation, and an unbelievable real estate market, do you really understand your home's current value? Just like an annual physical, a real estate review is important to your financial health. You might think about cashing out for a remodel, refinancing for better terms, or you may even see a great profit by selling. Or maybe you're just curious. Schedule your real estate checkup today. Give me a call at 812-202-1302 to learn the true value of your real estate in this exciting market. It's free and there's no obligation. If you're also interested in a real estate review meeting, we can do one of those too. Zoom or in person, you have the number 812-202-1302. Give me a call today. Okay, let's get back to the show. Before I let you go, I have to ask one more thing. How did your crazy things I see house hunting album start on Facebook? Um, well, like I said, I worked for 12 years <laughs> towards buying a house. And so during those 12 years, I was constantly looking at realtor apps. Uh-huh. And I started noticing that I keep seeing knights in a lot of these houses, like like suits of armor knights. <laughs> And I was like, what is this insanity? And so then I was like, I started an album. And then I just kept finding more and more crazy things. It's so hilarious. Like, I'm in and out of Facebook, but I will always make it a point to go and see if you've posted something new. <laughs> or like, oh my God, look at how blue this room is. <laughs> my condo wasn't this blue. That's or Pepto Bismol. There's so many pink moments in that album. <laughs> Yes, but I don't like the color pink, um, so that always stands out to me when something's yeah. just like all pink. But um, yeah, I just I started that album, and when I posted that I had closed on a house, all of my friends were like, "No, I loved your album." Don't, and I was like, "Don't worry, I won't stop." It's so fun. We're gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to pick like three random pictures and post it. Yes. And my story, just so that people can see the treasures you find. <laughs> yes, they are treasures for sure. Very unique. 
Well, what is next? Um, we've talked about the house, the projects. Um, are you taking a break from projects right now? Are you just enjoying the space? I am. I have it fully furnished and decorated now. So I'm done with that piece, and that makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. I furnished it with all my quirky, mid-century, modern-inspired it's pieces. It's so consistent. I, I'm living for it. It's so good. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> but this year, I... I'm hoping not to do any large expensive projects because last year I just had a very large fence installed outside. Oh yeah. Yes, so that was a lot of money. Fencing can hit the coins pretty hard. But worth every single penny. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. It's so nice to have the dogs outside loose with me and not yeah. have to worry. That extra layer of security, especially for them, is has to be really nice. Yeah, and I'm really anal about it. All the gates are always locked, mm-hmm. which is kind of a pain for me because I always have to either make sure I have the key or you know I'm not making mm-hmm. extra trips inside. But we're the same way. It's like, hey, it's a secure feature for a reason. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> want some random person coming and opening my gate and mm-hmm. me not knowing that it's open, and then my dogs right. are gone. Right. Exactly. So. Oh my God. This, yeah. If the dogs get out on the Monon, I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so far this year, I think the only thing I'm planning is to stain the deck and or sand the deck and restain it again. (laughs) Well, we'll be keeping a lookout because, like I said, you're always working on something. I'm excited for your break that you're going to take, but you've done such a good job. And yeah, what a involved homeowner. Um, Another reason I wanted to talk to you was... A lot of people will wait forever. We did. We didn't really update anything until we had to sell our place. So having you on the show, someone who dove in and did everything just one by one right away, it makes such a difference because now you're not going to move, but now you have all these years to enjoy the work you've done before you get your hands dirty and go too hard again. <laughs> yeah. You can enjoy it and not just stare at those gold plated fixtures saying, I'll do that next weekend. And then it never happens. And then six years later, you know, the story listeners. <laughs> yep. I try to, I live by lists. So if it gets on my <laughs> list, I have to cross it off. So I, I'm a, I'm very list driven. So I put all my home things on my list and I'll just kind of knock them off as I can. All right, listeners, that's the tip of the day. Put it on a list, um, digital or post it, but you have to make sure you actually do the list. Yes. And like have different lists, like nice day lists, (laughs) make your outdoor chores and rainy day lists or snowy day lists. There you go. Like painting and all that stuff that you don't really want to do when it's nice outside. Look at all these cheat codes, y'all. I hope you're writing some of this down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Krista, thanks for hanging out on the pod, yeah. and I'm sure I'll have to talk to you about some other real estate-related thing down the road, because I'm always watching to see what you're up to. Good. I love it. I sh- <laughs> I'm obsessed with houses, and especially mine, so. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. and we will talk to you soon. It's been a joy. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Roots and the City Podcast. Please remember to rate and review wherever you listen to the show and also share it with a friend. Remember, you can contact me at hello at jamalthebroker.com if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Indianapolis or even outside of Indianapolis. You can find me at jamalthebroker on Twitter and Instagram and at calljamalthebroker on Facebook. 
find more contact information in the show notes and please don't hesitate to reach out if you need me for anything at all there's no such thing as a stupid or dumb question so please 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 do not hesitate all right i appreciate you talk soon